I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, all that other good stuff. Love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Justin Green on the line. He's the founder and CEO over at Brefix Communications, LLC. Uh, Justin, welcome to the show. Adam, I really appreciate you having me on. I'm excited to talk to you. So media, PR, I mean, all of these other things, um, really hot topics because I, I think the, um, the nature of, um, of promotion and how we do business is definitely changing. I'm really excited to get your insight on, on what's going on in the market and how you're helping your clients. Um, but before we do that, let's get into your background a little bit more. Um, how did you get started in business as an entrepreneur? Yeah, so it's been it's, it's an interesting story. Uh, I was a journalist for 20 plus years and started Brethic in April of 2017. And uh, to get my first five clients, I reached out to 5,000 uh, people. So I have a giant social media uh, network and reached out to thousands of those folks. And I uh, got my fifth client, uh, resigned from my full time journalism job, and then. Uh, everybody started to find out about Brethic a couple of days later. So it was a ton of hustle the first couple of months, but it's really been a lot of fun ever since. Wow. So 5,000 people to get five clients. I, lo- I love that hustle. I also love that ethic behind what you were doing because I find a lot of people, um, you know, they may have a dream or they may want to go out on their own and they don't, you know, they don't know exactly how to go about doing that. Um, what kind of advice would you give to that new entrepreneur that they're, they're talented in their job and what they're doing and they really um, feel that urge to go out on their own and make it? That's an excellent question. Um, so during the growth of my business and the process behind it, I meet with super high-level entrepreneurs all the time, not necessarily to have them become clients, but just to hear how they did it. And I'm talking about hundreds and hundreds of people I meet with. And the best two pieces of advice I got were, first is really love what you do and do what you're really good at. So that's my entire business model is writing stories, that are super interesting, super similar to what I did as a journalist, and then I really like pitching them as well uh, to media. So literally, that's my entire business model. And the second bit of advice that I got that was really, really important was when you start your business, it really takes two full years to figure it out. And Brevet just turned two uh, about a month ago, and it's always done well, knock on wood, but it really started humming after two years just because it really is a process. It takes time to figure out what you want to do. I love it. And um, one thing one thing I will uh, piggyback that you may or may not have noticed in what you're doing is you have great focus. I mean, this is our first yep. time talking. We've corresponded. But the fact that you have it down to two different things um, shows me that you have focus. And that's why I think, Brepic, other than, of course, your talent and all the other things, the soft skills, we'll say, um, behind the scenes that make things work, you actually do quality work. But that focus um, I feel like really um, drains the energy and also years from many entrepreneurs that would have been a little bit more successful faster, or even those that maybe decided to exit the entrepreneurial space altogether. 
Um, so whenever I, whenever I meet with somebody or somebody asks me advice or I ask them what they're doing and they say, and once they start getting to like company two or three at one time, I'm like, whoa, I don't know. Right. Do oh, man. I, can, I can do one and maybe, I mean, and you know, maybe like an Elon Musk can do two or three, but yep. like, but even that being said, not in the beginning, you know, <laughs> it doesn't um, wait, wait till you have a little bit more under your belt in terms of season and, um, and also yep. money and cash flow before you start even thinking about company two, three, or four, or whatever else that, that would be. Um, that, that'd be the one thing I'd throw out there, too, that I noticed about you. Um, so let's, um, let's change it up a bit, Justin. I, um, I think it's a good transition to getting uh, a little bit more into the, um, um, into the specifics of what you're doing over at Brepic. Um, so what kind of clients are you helping, and, uh, and what, what kind of goals are you looking to help them achieve? Yep. So it's a super simple process. And I literally created my entire business model based on how PR firms annoyed me for 20 years when I was a journalist. So <laughs> and it's, everybody laughs about that, but I'm really not kidding. And, that, and that's another big reason why it's been successful. So typical PR firm will send a really bad press release in a bulk email to hundreds of journalists. So when you get 200 of those emails a day for 20 years, uh, it burns bridges permanently and it just overall annoys you. So uh, so you're basically spending hours a week deleting these nonsensical emails. So what my firm does is um, writes really compelling stories that are very similar to what I did as a journalist, and uh, that story becomes a link on the client's website, and then I take that link and market it to media um, across the world, really. And then if media is interested, I put them in touch with the client contact moving forward. So you asked about clients. It works with any size business big or small, any type of vertical. So, you know, I've worked with clients like University of Illinois, Allstate, Salvation Army, McCormick Foundation, national IT firms, hotel chains, uh, lots of doctors, financial planners. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter at all because it's the model that works. It's not, it's not the business. And the most important thing is too, is for the most part, media doesn't really care what you do. They care about who you are. So that's the, the biggest Thing you have to tell potential clients is like you have to give a human interest type background before media is going to bite on these kind of things. I, I love that. And um, for the listeners, just to kind of piggyback on what Justin's saying, if maybe you haven't concern, uh, considered PR or what it can do for your business or how or why, um, frankly, and you're, you're a professional in that space. Now I've, I've, I've gained a certain level of, um, of professionalism and credibility and understanding of, of media in general. But in the beginning, I was just really lucky. I was getting these yep. crazy features and all this, all these other things that kind of opened my eyes to the power of PR. And it was a lot of referral for myself. But if I could go back and do it all over again, I would have sought somebody out like Justin uh, to help me along that path because some of the things I didn't even that I didn't even realize were happening were uncommon and and I didn't really ride that wave to the maximum effect that it could have been. Um, and that yep. being said, I think that's what happens to a lot of people. So if they're, if they're, let's say, featured in a good size magazine or something else, I think one my first media feature was actually in um, Investors Business Daily. Um, so this is when mm -hmm. I still um, um, was working in wealth management and just thinking about how large a publication that was and what niche of audience that went to. If I could go back, 
Um, now, now again, I don't own that business, so not a big deal. But if I could go back, I could have really, um, I could have really used that article as a platform for a larger media campaign that would have been done overall. And when you had a big publication yep. like that, that bit. Um, then the smaller ones would have fallen in line, and somebody like yourself, Justin, would have been able to ride that way for a year. <laughs> and that's what's – so anecdotally, that's happened uh, with me um, in terms of, like, my wife and I did a uh, once-a-week date thing last year uh, without the kids, and so I have a huge social media following, and I was posting pictures of us going out on dates. And so we were on the Today Show and a big feature in the Chicago Tribune and multiple other TV stations. And it's like, it's literally the gift that keeps on giving. And there was no intention to get media out of it, but literally people come up to me all the time and bring it up. And it's been huge for my, huge for my business because it's a conversation starter and it leads to contracts. But, but people in terms of client bases, they hire me for two reasons. One, to immediately gain business. And, and most of my clients anecdotally do get immediate gains of business because People hear them on the radio or see them in newspapers or in magazines, to your point, and it just leads to conversations, and they're like, oh, this person's an expert. We're going we're gonna to hire them. And then the second reason why people hire me is it makes you stand out from your competition because I, I talk to a lot of people. They also say the same things. We provide great customer service, yada, yada, yada. We really care about the client. Well, everybody should do that. But what happens is when you get in these mainstream media things, reputable public publications, when you Google that person's name and you see they were in the Chicago Tribune or the L.A. Times or Forbes or Time or whatever, it really does make you stand out from your competition and it helps you with your closing rate for sure. Yeah, and, and, and one thing – um, so not only will it do that, but I always – I tell business owners this all the time – if you're, it's not really, and you'll see this, in my opinion, within the next 10 years, you're not going to really have a choice. What If you're a head of a large organization of whether or not you want to um, have PR um, on your side, if you don't do that, then what's going to happen is um, it, not, not having that is a choice. Not having social media is a choice. And it all affects yep. your brand. So your brand is being created um, for you, whether you like it or not. The question is, are you being strategic? Do you have professionals mm -hmm. working behind the scenes to make sure that your brand is getting in a is getting built in a way that you um, that you want? Number one, and that reflects good on your organization. And just throwing this yep. out there, I, I make this analogy all the time. I tell people, I said. Once upon a time when there wasn't social media and other things, your brand or your reach was maybe your local chamber of commerce or your Rotary yep. Club or your Lions Club. And so it's no different. Your brand was you went there, people got to know you, they got to see what you're doing. Maybe you got a little mention in a in a local paper or something of that nature. And over time you got you developed a um a you know, a standard for how you conduct yourself and how you operate in business. So this is no different. We're not really in a different um, world. What is different, though, is now you're not just going to that meeting and you're not affecting a couple hundred people. Um, just by the nature of having a LinkedIn profile or not having a LinkedIn profile means the difference between reaching thousands and thousands of people or not. And if you choose even not to do something that simple, that's a choice. When potential clients or even employees, you talk about retaining or getting employees. Um, I don't know that I would work for a an employer if I was in the if I was in the job market that didn't have a LinkedIn profile. <laughs> yeah, that makes no really, sense. Really, 
I'm like uh, the CEO of our company doesn't have any social media. Nah, if it's between company A and company B, I'm like, I don't trust this guy. I don't care who. I mean, it's just that's just right. the way society has gone. So um, I always harp on this and harp on it, and I, I just I'm happy that you're you're backing it up. But I have I have no interest in this to the listeners. I just want you to understand the importance of PR and and how and that your image is being shaped, whether you're strategic about it or you're not. Yep, and and LinkedIn especially is so huge. I have about fifteen thousand followers on LinkedIn, and just a very very quick story. Um, my my firm won a like a major Midwestern PR award. It's called the Golden Trumpet. So I took a photo of you know me and this award. Okay, so that's fine. But I posted that photo on LinkedIn, and so far it's gotten ten thousand views, and people have reached out to me from as far away as South Africa in terms of potential partnerships. So though that's the type of thing that I don't think a lot of, and even PR firms, I don't think they even think about doing that, that you actually have to brand yourself. You're your own PR person. And as a journalist, I learned that very on because, you know, Twitter is so big for journalists and Facebook. Um, and then transitioning to this, LinkedIn has been the number number one thing. It's just been a huge revenue maker for me, and it's been huge for attracting uh, journalists to uh, my clients' stories as well. That's great. Great, great advice, uh, Justin. So if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on Brefic or to reach out to yourself, um, what's the best way for them to do it? Sure. My website is brefficllc.com. That's B as in boy, R-E, P as in pony, I, C as in cobra, llc.com. You can also reach me uh, on my phone at 773-910-2888, 773-910-2888. All right. Fantastic. Well, hey, Justin, uh, really appreciate you coming on the show today and uh, sharing your insights and tips. Uh, and to the listeners, as always, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things that we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And Justin, thanks again for coming on the show. It was a really fun time. This was awesome.